Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, everyone. Just a quick reminder that the Anathema Writing Contest is open from now until April 5th, 2023. So check out the link in the description for more details and contest rules for a chance to have your short story produced as B-Side 12 later this year. All are welcome, and we can't wait to read your entries. But for now, this bonus episode of The Sharon Tapes is made possible by our backers on Patreon. Petticoated Swashbuckler, Emily Bledsoe, Ali Lambert, and Noelle Kelly. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains depictions of grief and loss, existential dread, and mentions of apocalyptic events and their aftermath. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. The Source The infinite potential of all worlds. The roiling chaos that is the heart of all existences. The place where all space and time and realities meet and coexist as one. A place that is not a place in a time that is not a time. On a Christmas Eve not so long ago, an astrophysics student who longed to see the stars met an engineer who saw them as the key to humanity's salvation. They talked of the beauty and terror of space and time in existence. And they left as more than friends. (laughs) As the years wore on, they saw each other only occasionally, as their work often kept them apart. But they did love one another, deeply and truly as any two people have ever loved. The student's name was Adam, and his lover, Wren. There are many paths his life could have taken, many branches in the road shaped by choice and chance, and the unsteady hand of fate. But out of all the possible futures I have seen for Adam and for Ren, this one breaks my heart the most. I cannot say if it is the future of the world I knew, or just one like it, but still, it it intrigues me. swirling, as it has since the beginning of recorded history, at a speed of about 400 miles per hour. A hurricane twice the size of the planet Earth. Huh. Guess I'm, uh, gonna have to choose a different point of reference. But never mind the sound of radio waves produced by an unimaginably large celestial body of gas and liquid hydrogen. That's not what you're here for, folks. Nope. This is Radio Free Space, broadcasting live from the ISC Johnny Appleseed, in transit from So Long and Thanks for All the Fish to the restaurant at the end of the universe. I'm your host, Commander Adam Ainsley, a.k.a. Lone Star McStarwolf, a.k.a. Hannikin Starwalker, a.k.a. uh, whatever I called myself before that. 
So, as the only ambulatory crew member aboard this tin can, I'm lucky enough to be in possession of this little million dollar radio kit, along with virtually unlimited free time. I am, of course, also unlucky enough to have both, and since the ship is currently corkscrewing its way towards interstellar space, there isn't much for me to do. Thankfully for both of us, this colony craft comes equipped not only with the complete genetic material of all creatures great and small, but with the single most comprehensive database of all literature, art, and music ever assembled. So just kick back, relax, and enjoy the 20-year ride to Barnard Star as we take it back a notch with, and I know I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, Salud de Amor, Opus 12 by Edward Elgar. This is Radio Free Space, transmitting in the blind. Ladies, gentlemen, and any otherworldly entities listening in on this broadcast, that was Salut de Amor, Opus 12 by Edward Elgar on Radio Free Space. I, uh, I just, um, uh, I want to take this moment to give a shout out to a very special listener. Okay, I know they're not technically listening, at least not in any way that's empirically confirmable, but it's their birthday, and I know they hate it when I forget. So, happy birthday, Ren. That last song, that was for you. Salut, mon amour. Until we meet again. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Ainsley. Knock it off. Pull yourself together, Commander, or by gum, I'll toss you out that airlock myself. Oh, maybe you should just get it over with. Ground control to Major Tom. And I think it's gonna be a long, long... Okay, that was awful. Uh, hello? Hello, I'm Sarah. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> oh, that's it then. I finally cracked. Finally got off the deep end. Oh, once flown over the cuckoo's nest, and guess who? Here's Adam! <laughs> you are not crazy. I'm not? You're not cracked up. Yet. This is not my mission, Anakin. That's not my name. Who are you? Where are you? Here are we, come as we are, as we were. As I want you to be. Otherworldly entities. Excuse me? Is this what you pictured when you said otherworldly entities? Not... not exactly. No. I, uh... I didn't picture... anything? Why then did you contact us? What do you mean, contact you? This is radio-free space Hold on, hold on. You were listening to that? They are always listening. Always hearing. No, no, someone someone was actually listening to my broadcast? That's awesome! I can't believe after all this time I finally have an audience. Wait. They? Who's they? Jupiter? You are noisy. Your Earth. Calling out into the airless. Transmitting in the mind. They and we are always hearing. You've been listening to our radio signals? So many voices. So much song. Countless the things we have no name for. What you brought out into the blind with you. Tell me. What is that called? Pain! Pain! Stop! Stop! Stop it! Ah. What is it? What is what? Pain. What is it? You don't know what pain is? We and they are sound and light and thought. Your physical existences are a novelty to us. Explain. Well, it's kind of hard to... I mean, there's a lot of different theories, like, uh, you know, evolutionary utility, social function... Ah! Ah! Explain. Explain. That! 
very bad. Very, very not good feeling. Ugh. Feeling? Yeah. Feeling. It doesn't feel good. Explain. Explain what? Feeling. Explain feel. Look, buddy, Mr. Jupiter Man thing. It's not the sort of thing you can explain to someone who who can't... What is the function of feeling? Function? Hell if I know. Sorry, Dr. Manhattan, but I never did get the user manual on this thing. Nobody did. Why do you feel pain? Because you hurt me. I hurt myself today to see if I still... Oh, give me a break. Radio Free Space Transmission 026. What do these words mean? I don't know. Ask Johnny Cash. Who? Johnny... Cash. Who is this monetary entity of whom you speak? No, no, not money. Cash. Synonym detected. Equivocation. Distinction irrelevant. No, that's... That's his name. Name? Oh, for the love of... You don't know what names are? Arbitrary linguistic markers used for identification by non-telepathic organisms. Irrelevant. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Hurt. Song by Jonathan Mott. Johnny Cash, previously referenced, describes sensory experience known as pain. Is this relevant to current query? Is it? Look, buddy, it's been a very long, well, a long couple of years, and I really don't have time You do not enjoy the experience you call pain, correct? No, definitely not. And what about this? Do you enjoy this? What? What are you doing? What is this? We may be incorrect, but they believe you're generating the feeling you call love. How? How did you- We intercepted your words across the light list for years uncounted, translating and understanding. Your feelings you bring with you to reproduce them is a difficulty. Who is wrong? What? How did you... Electrochemical responses tied to the neural impulses connected to that name. Simple enough to trigger... Get out of my head! What? Get out of my head! Commander Starbucker, You have no right! No right to come into my ship and start poking your fingers in my brain! Illusion irrelevant. We do not have fingers. Shut up! Just... Shut up! You want to know what love is? You want to know? Baby, don't hurt me. God, for a Jovian, you really are dumb as a pile of rocks. Commander, please don't. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. I won't, I won't. I'll just explain to you, very precisely and calmly, why it's not okay for you to go showing your emotions around in people's brains. The emotion was positively charged, associated with strong neural pathways that suggest the entity called Ren was... It was brilliant, it was incredible. It's the most beautiful person I've ever known or ever will, and he's... <laughs> is this... Is this pain? Did we cause you? No. No, no, you, you didn't cause this. It's not your fault. Whose is the fault? Not yours. Not his, either. Probably mine. How are you to blame? 
Oh, you'd be surprised. Besides, I'm probably just being a big baby about it. It's not like he's the only one who's gone. Not by a long shot. The reaction was involuntary. I'm just making mountains out of uh, smaller mountains. That That's all. <laughs> I'm lucky, you know. At least I'm still alive. Most people can't say that. How are those factors relevant? God, you're full of questions today, aren't you? You know, I think I prefer talking to the endless void, to be honest. Look, why don't you go back to your ginormous gas bag in the sky and just keep listening? I'm pretty sure I was planning a lecture series on human emotions for all the aliens in the audience. Probably. We couldn't wait for that. We couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't wait? Hello, Casper the Friendly Disembodied Space Monster? Anything you'd like to tell the class? You came too far. What? They let your probes and satellites pass into the lightless. We let you peer into the beyond and wonder. So long as your minds and bodies you kept away. You crawled out of your holes to walk upon the moon a handful of times, then crawled back again. And all the while your signals screamed into the stars. They clotted our ears, but still we listened. We heard. We learned. And now, quiet at last. Only one voice in the soundless, one mind, one body, coming to cross the line which they have drawn. What line? The last threshold. The doorway to the stars, where we must decide. Decide what? If human beings were doomed from the day they crawled out of their holes, and if they carry that doom with them. And how exactly are you supposed to decide that? By a determination of which drives or actions. Which? Which what? I... Love. Excuse me? Pain. Oh, no, I'm good on both, thanks. We understand neither. No shit. But we determine that one of the two controls in the ocean. We cannot decide which. Why does that matter? Because one we can create easily to keep in check the danger. The other humans must create between themselves. <laughs> you created the other easy enough. We created nothing. We activated existent neurological machinery. The connection to Ren created it. You're talking about it like it was real. It was real. It's real. It's it's just love, just just feelings. It is more than a feeling. More than a feeling. The mental architecture is strong and stable even with the passage of time. Five years. Time elapsed, noted. It is real. Adam. It began as a feeling, but we see now objective reality. We can see nothing else. Thanks for the diagnosis, Doc. Who is this Doc? For crying out loud. Look, if I knew my show was such a hit on Jupiter FM, I would have started with the Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm sure we have it in the data files. Somewhere. They need your answer now. What answer? Which will control your species' actions when they awaken among the stars. You want me to answer that? The line approaches. You have five minutes to determine- No, 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 Doc, you're not hearing the question. Why do you want me to answer that question? Because we cannot. 
Yeah, me neither. Jeez. I mean, the whole future of the human race is riding shotgun with me, and I can't even pretend to have an answer to that. Oh, well, of course, sir. Humankind is only motivated by the most noble of emotions. We've never done anything because we're afraid, because we fear pain, or even because we're afraid of love. It's just all love. The all love, all the time show. Love is all you need. Yeah, I, I don't think even you'd buy that. You saw what love did to me. It made me angry. It hurt me. I will let you down. I will make you hurt. I didn't just leave him to die with the rest of the planet, you know? I'd left him before that. Everyone knew what this mission would take. The politicians, the crew, everybody. We all knew we weren't coming back. But I was the only one who had any attachments on Earth. Isfa didn't know. I mean, no one knew. We hadn't told anybody. His, I mean, his family just wouldn't have understood. But he told me I couldn't turn down this chance. I had to survive, and hey, he knew I always wanted to go to space. I tried to fight him. I told him I was going to turn it down, stay with him no matter what. So the next morning, he told me he was leaving. We both knew the score. I was the one leaving, not him. And you know what? Maybe if I'd been more afraid of losing him, I'd have fought harder to hold on. Maybe if it hurt more to say goodbye, I wouldn't have. Maybe if he hadn't loved me enough to let me go, we would have been together at the end. Maybe the last thing I'd said to him could have been, I love you. Not, you're an asshole. Now all I've got is pain. Pain to keep me moving forward. Force me to keep going. Stay distracted. To try and do right. To do right by him. Maybe I don't deserve a second chance out there. But if... If just maybe there's one person in those gene banks, just a little bit like Ren, then they deserve a chance. They deserve a chance to love, even if it hurts. You know, Doc? Doc? Where did they... Oh shit, the line! Okay, 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 T telemetry, telemetry, uh, te oh, okay, 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 fine. Well, not fine, but not in the red, yet. Okay, O2 holding, good, now with the ship would just stop shaking, and okay, okay, now the telemetry's in the red. Okay, Doc, if you're listening, I'm going off the rails of this crazy train. A little help for my friends, I- Clever son of Ugh. And welcome back to Radio Free Space. Sorry for the uh, short lapse in transmission, but you know, sometimes things just happen. Uh, that's life, isn't it? 
Even life in a tin can floating far above the world. <laughs> uh, seems we've had a listener's request while I was off. Oh, for your listening pleasure, Gustav Holtz, The Planet, Opus 32, Jupiter. Happy birthday, Ren. The future. Always shifting, always uncertain, and even more so within the Source. Only in time can we know which future comes to pass, or if there is a future at all. For Adam and the Ark at his command fled from a calamity which claimed the Earth. And I cannot help but remember Anna's dreams of apocalypse, and the visions of a ship sailing through the stars to its doom. I am Amy Sterling. And within this place, I see all the worlds that I have lost. Though maybe not forever. The Sheridan Tapes, Interlude 3, Music of the Spheres. Starring Van Winkle as Adam Ainsley and Lauren Baker as the Jovian, with original music by Jesse Hogan. Written by Van Winkle and produced by Virginia Spots, with dialogue editing and sound design by Van Winkle. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at Sheridan Tapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Van Winkle. And I'm Virginia. This is Homestead on the Corner. And you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. 
The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.